Abandoned to Mother, the incredible, emotional, and life-changing transformation we take when we go on our journey into motherhood. From all things conception to postpartum and parenthood, I will be talking with parents and hearing their stories of navigating these times while sharing helpful information along the way. Together, we'll be covering all stories, no matter how you have chosen to conceive, birth, or parent. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to episode 13, the season finale of the Maiden to Mother journey. Today we have a bit of a different episode. We've got the dads on. We have three dads today talking about all things birth and fatherhood. Darren, can you start off by introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about yourself and who's in your family? Hey, y'all. Here you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm Darren. I'm obviously Kendall's partner. There's um, three of us, so me, Kendall and little Jimmy, um, who's currently crying in the background, yeah. isn't he? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he's 11 months old and yeah, we're living here on the Gold Coast. Cool. And what about you, Luke? Obviously, my name's Luke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, um, I am a father to little Remy. He's 14 months old. Um, my partner's Georgia. Um, and yeah, obviously a first time father and yeah, just here to share my experience with all you guys. So, cool. and another one on the way. Yeah. Another one on the way. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just, just got in, got on with it. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it was good to get two close together. So yeah, that, that'll be 18 months apart once, once the next one's born. So cool. that'll be pretty good. And Jacob. Yes. Um, name's Jacob married to Alana, father to Archer. So yeah. Yeah. Cool. And for those who have listened to the podcast, episode one is myself and Darren. Um, and episode two, George's episode, Luke is George's husband. <laughs> if you want to go back and listen to that. Here we go. So we'll kick it off with you, Darren. We've got some questions from listeners that we're going to run through. How did you feel when you first found out you're going to be a dad? Um, yeah, excited, but to be honest, I was shitting myself. Um, I think I was definitely excited. We were definitely ready to sort of go down that path. Obviously, a lot of our friends had children or in the process, well, obviously, partners <clears throat> pregnant and whatnot. But, um, yeah, we were definitely ready, but I know I was super nervous. Like, as soon as we found out, I was sort of worried a little bit, I guess, mm-hmm. like, because I'm a bit of an overthinker, I think, as well, like. The initial excitement was good, and then after it, I was like, holy shit, what am I going to do here? Like, I don't know how to look after myself. Like, <laughs> I feel like sometimes, especially us guys, like the whole parent, I feel like the parenting thing comes a lot more naturally to women yeah. than us. Like, yeah. well, yeah, I found like, I was like, I don't know what to do. What do I do with the baby? Like, what am I going to do? Like, so, but definitely excited, definitely excited to see what, and just hoping we're going to have a little boy. Yeah. That was me. I was hoping. For that point, so. <laughs> what about you, Luke? It's pretty much a very similar story to Griffo. Um, yeah, I think pretty much um, we found out Georgia was properly pregnant when we were here. I think yeah. it was we we're having like a little early Christmas sort of party here, and I remember walking out under your patio, going, "Wow, like this is it! Like this is the next part of my life." And I was, mm-hmm. I was a little bit taken back, but um, same with Griffo. I was like, "Shit, I don't know what to do." Like. But obviously, when you're in the moment, you just sort of get it done. And yeah, it was, it's been the best thing ever. So yeah, it's been awesome. good. And Granny, Jacob? Probably a little bit different. I don't, we, Lance and I were pretty shocked, to be honest with you. It was um, yeah. we were first cab off the rank, but we weren't trying either. So 
not yeah, not trying for a child, but um, practicing. But no, 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 exactly. But shock, but also it was happiness as well, obviously. Um, but yeah, and, and it probably different as well. Like, I'm not real stressed. I wasn't stressed at the start. I wasn't stressed at all until probably he was, you know, we're in the room and he was coming out basically. But um, <laughs> up until that, sort of, it's just, yeah, I was pretty laid back. And yeah. Taking it as it was, I suppose. You can't do much about it. But definitely looking forward to it um, as it went, as it progressed. And, you know, yeah, it was a good time. Cool. So, what preparation? did you guys do for birth we'll start off with you Darren. um well without you without kendall <laughs> i would have done none but um yeah i was forever getting told read this watch this do this and initially i was like i'm not doing this but what do i like my whole i guess like how um oblivious i was to the whole process i was like yeah like i just had no idea about the whole process at all i was like why am i pra like i'm not giving like that was my whole i was like what do i need to like i don't know yeah why am i reading up on how a woman births i don't know i'm not birthing a child originally yeah. like um just being such a yeah oblivious to the whole thing but um we done a birth course which at first i sort of bucked and squealed a bit and didn't really want to go but then when i went it was honestly the best thing we done because i i remember sitting in there and going holy shit like i know nothing like yeah. i literally know nothing like i know they they brought up oh yeah the, you know you birth a child and you birth the placenta and i remember kendall telling me like we grow a placenta and i was like you yeah. know who grows what? Yeah. Like, what, yeah. what do you mean you grow like i know yeah. idea what yeah. it like i was like so you birth a kid then you've got to birth something birth the placenta something else after. yeah like, else comes out. Like, like, i don't know like, what did you think happened well, I, don't know, I don't know like maybe it's just it? Well, I knew they had a, a dilemma, sure. but yeah, I was like, I don't know, it must <laughs> be attached to mum somewhere inside, yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it just, just, like, oh it just goes into her stomach or something. I had no well, idea. Just, well, bring it up now, and you're dead right, there's a court. Yeah. Like, like, I was <laughs> in the same boat. What could it have been attached to? Like, like, like I, I don't know, like, and as I said to Ken, she was amazed. She's like, how do you not know that? And I was like, well, like, for us guys, like, when would we ever, like, you know like growing up and that like i suppose maybe it was different because i had no sisters or anything like that so like i never like it's not a conversation you really sit down with your mum and go hey mum what happens i don't know like we never did so i was just oblivious to the whole thing so it was so good to do that birthing class so at least then i had an idea when we were going into birth or i had a rough idea of what it should look like mm. or what you know like these yeah. are things that could happen this you know and had an idea like i'm so glad we've done something like that otherwise i would have been like a fish out of water in there just going what's this going on here? <laughs> what about you luke yeah it was well we did we did the hypno birthing class but um we, we were because we're all we're all friends here and we we're all good mates so mm -hmm. jacob here was the first off the rank and uh, with alana's birth and georgia just wanted to be so much more prepared yeah. and and you know more informed of what we're actually going to go through on the big day mm -hmm. so georgia just sort of booked us in for a hypno hypno birthing um class and it was probably the best thing ever it was like we had no 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 it's not it's actually nothing it's, like it's, it's, that's it's, what it's, i really yeah. well, yeah. you know, it sounds it sounds 
It sounds so kooky. Yeah, same. I was like, what the hell's going on here? Some lady like talking to me softly, making me go to sleep. Like, I'm not the one birthing a kid. Like, but it was it was nothing like that. Honestly, it was just like a proper birthing class where even the males get involved as much as the females in the class, and they just go through everything. Like, same as you, DG. I didn't know about a placenta. I thought the umbilical cord was just stuck somewhere, and it just it just come out of nowhere, you know. And like it just attaches like, itself. Yeah, just yeah. Just I don't like, know. Yeah, must, must be must be attached yeah. to mum's stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Somehow feeding. Yeah, know. you snip the cord and it just goes back in. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't like it was. It was like when you, when you think back, you go. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, no. Just yeah, just things like that, and just just the way that um, you know, as as the husband, you can help your wife during when she's uncomfortable and massages and. Other things like that, and um, yeah, the hypnobirthing class was a massive sort of preparation thing for us. Yeah. So, now nah, we we loved it. We loved it, and we'll probably still use the same techniques with <laughs> the second one coming. So, what about you, Jacob? Uh, probably similar answer to the first one. We did a lot of preparation. <laughs> um, besides getting everything ready for the baby when he came to the house, yeah. Yeah, there. That's pretty standard stuff everyone does. But in terms of, I think we went to a, we did go to a birthing class at hospital, but we, we, we had something on that afternoon, so we, we left halfway through. Um, just, <laughs> just get more. But, it, uh, and to be fair, it would, what, looking back, it would have been good to do something, I suppose, a bit more. Mm. But like I said at the start, we, we were probably the first ones and just didn't, and probably my attitude towards it, lines are pretty laid back too, but just thinking, you know. Sort of be right. Uh, yeah. How hard can, how hard can yeah. Oh, yeah? But you know what I mean? That's what I was like. Yeah, like, yeah. Like when they're like, oh, you got to read it. I'm like, but I don't know. It must be we were just so oblivious. I'm like, what do I? But then, like, when you learn all these different like, things, like, yeah. how to be more supportive of your partner is a yeah. big yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was And to be, to be fair, when, when she was in giving birth, that's something I didn't did, did, didn't do too well. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> asking oh, lots of yeah. questions, asking lots of questions. Do you, do you want some water? Just shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Just put some water on yeah. it. Ask first. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just sort of, you don't know yeah. what you want water or do you want food? Yeah. <laughs> Just give them something. Yeah. That's well, while we're on the subject, we'll move on to can you give us like a brief overview of the birth stories from your point of view? We'll start off with you, Granny, while you're on a roll. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> uh, for, yeah, so we, there is the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for all the listeners, we have three babies here. So even more than likely going to hear some yeah, yeah. in the Went over, so she we, she we basically booked in on um, 42 and a half weeks, booked in to go in. It didn't come out um, naturally, so and they broke her waters in there in the morning, um, and then was induced from about I think 11 o'clock onwards. She was sort of doing it naturally until about so I don't know, so everything was going pretty well until about no oh, about seven o'clock that night, so about I think from about 12 to about seven, mm-hmm. and then from seven to nine, I think she sort of went backwards a bit in terms of. Um, uh, dilating um so and then they waited another couple of hours before and then she went even backwards even further and then i think by midnight or something they made the call that she was gonna have a c-section because uh, he wasn't coming out <laughs> too big the big fella yeah but, um, he was a big, boy. A big fella. <laughs> but uh so and then yeah wait but start to wait another link four or five hours of an emergency c-section they had to get done first so we learned to wait been for a couple of hours oh, and wow. then um wow i fell asleep actually I fell asleep. <laughs> believe it or not believe it or not i was obviously <laughs> yeah. working my ass off all day so i had to work <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I've said for I've said most of that you have in the meetings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for about an hour we answered and uh, and then woke up and he uh, she got taken about four o'clock that morning and uh, for a C-section, which is pretty wild. Yeah, tell um, us about the C-section. From your point of view, how was it to see your wife go through that? Yeah, it was, um, it was yeah, it was, I don't know, it was good, but, you know, it was hard to watch. Obviously, she was in pain at some stages and that sort of stuff, and all you did try and do was just comfort them, I suppose, but you can't, mm. you're not really doing much other than rubbing the child, which doesn't help. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a... There's lots of people. There's heaps of people in the room. Obviously, lots of doctors. Um, um, you don't you don't go in there uh, first when when she gets a needle to have surgery. You don't. Yeah. You're actually not there for that part. You, sit, you, you wait outside, and they bring you in when they got the the screen up, and and she's sort of you're sitting on one side with her, and um, they do it pretty quick. They get in there and you can get him out pretty quick. And how long did it take? Yeah, I, I reckon I sat there probably. Oh, probably it would be about 10, 10 minutes, I suppose. They're, they're pretty quick. Ten minutes. They cut, cut Admin and, yeah. and then um, pull him out, give him to you. Yeah. Gave him to me. And then she was sort of getting her. I, I told myself I wouldn't turn. When, when they bring him around the other side of the, the curtain to, to take the baby, I told myself not to turn around and have a look at her. But I had a look and it was pretty wild, obviously. Um, like that lines is get out. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever it was, out, yeah, yeah. Everything was out on the table. Yeah, so they put it on the table uh, next to her. I had a quick glance. I didn't look at it. I just went, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, wow, wow. That's um, insane. Pretty well. She lost a lot of blood, and it was getting a little bit heavy there for a bit because the doctor started getting a little bit tense when after they pulled him out, and she, they realised that she was losing a bit of blood. So that was a little bit, bit of heightened moment then. But yeah, other than that, he came out obviously healthy and. And he was a big fella. Yeah. <laughs> he was all swollen. He was in there, obviously, cut back your weeks. So he was yeah. pretty, pretty long and pretty big. And you guys didn't know what you were having. No. How did you feel when you found out it was a boy? boy. Yeah. Yeah, I was certain it was going to be a girl. We took, up until the point, I think the night before, because we were booked in, we didn't really have any boys' names locked in. So I thought we had a girl's name that was pretty much who chose out. And I was saying, no, nah, don't worry about it. But then that was when she... I was mentioned Archie. I was like, oh, hey, if it comes out a boy, it's not be a boy, but if it does, we'll boy match it. So it was a girl. <laughs> Turns out I was wrong. <laughs> but um, yeah, and uh, cutting the umbilical cord was it's funny looking back at it now. But I was I was sort of like stunned when he came out. You know, I was like shocked. I was sort of I was happy. You know, first time I held him, but I was more just sort of shocked, not knowing what to do. And again, this is to cut the cord, and it's obviously quite. It's like stringy. It's fibrous. It's like rubbery. Very yeah. fibrous. Yeah. And it's not like cutting a ribbon, you know what I mean? Like, that's what <laughs> and uh, I went in there with an action of like just softly cutting a ribbon in that. Yeah. Had a bit of a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Six hours yeah. and everyone sort of going, cut on the cut like yeah, a grisly piece, piece, piece of meat. <laughs> and I was sort of half hacked through it, which is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do. I, yeah. I, it's I, funny I, now. I remember the time I was like, yeah. How do you do this? Sort of looking for a bit of help. Yeah, 100%. But that was, I mean, living out a fair bit of stuff, there's obviously lots. Yeah. It's a big day, and Lance probably told a bit better as well, but um, that was better as much as I can remember. Yeah, to be, yeah. perfect. Mm. All right, local, we'll move on to you. So the birthing story for me, it was, um, I think it was on a Wednesday. So we we had a bit of a false alarm the first day. So George just um, went uh, into labor um, during the night. We, um, she was in the bath, just playing calm music, just trying to bring on labor a little bit. But she, like, she was so excited, and I was so excited just to bring on labor. Um, and yeah, she did all the things. Went went to hospital. Um, 
And pretty much as soon as you get in the hospital, it's weird. Like we went up there, she was still laboring. And then as soon as we got under the bright lights, um, pretty much laboring stopped and slowed down. So like the body just, I don't know, I don't know what happens, uh, but yeah. it's pretty common when mm. um, women come in when they're laboring and their, their body just stops laboring. And she was there for like another, maybe two or three hours and um, pretty much laboring stopped. So she, it was like a pretty full-on labouring. She was going probably every five minutes at home. And then as soon as she got under the bright lights at hospital, she pretty much stopped, which was strange because, I don't know, we didn't get told about that at hypnobirthing no, and no, shit no. like that. So um, the doctors pretty much go, look, you, you've stopped labouring, so um, we've got to send you home. Or, you know, we can give you a C-section. But because Georgia was just so determined to have a natural birth because of hypnobirthing and things like that. She just wanted to have a natural birth. So we're like, look, we'll just go home. We'll sleep on it. Um, and the doctors were like, look, um, the nurses, sorry. They were like, look, if you want to get this going again, you know, go home and like try and have some sex and try and get it going again. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> it's, it's so weird. It's so weird. And then, um, we, we, we went, we went back home and, um, pretty much just, just relaxed for the rest of the day. Did you have sex? No, didn't have sex. No, it was, it was, I don't know, it was just fucking weird, eh? And then, um, and then, Jesus, funny. And then, um, yeah, that, that night, um, pretty much went to bed. We'll just playing just like soothing storm music and rain and lit candles. And, um, Georgia was like bouncing on the ball. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, no dirty DJ. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, bang, again, it, it happened again probably at about two in the morning. And then, um, yeah, got her in the bath. And then this, these ones were really intense. Um, Georgia sort of um, had to call her mum and um, she come down from our tambourine because we live in Narang, so it wasn't that far of a drive. And, um, yeah, these ones are really intense. They'll get into nearly every two or three minutes. And we're like, right, this is it. Like, it he's coming. And um, we got to the hospital, um, went up to the birthing place that you go to when the, when you first walk in. And the nurse assesses you. And we had this really young nurse. She was probably a trainee or something. But, yeah, she pretty much checked how dilated Georgia was. And things moved, like, really quick from – from then because she's i don't know they're weird they pretty much just stick their fingers up there and spread them like a peace sign <laughs> and look like yeah they do they do that's very visual they do no uh, they do this this so she stuck her up there and then the head nurse was there the head nurse was there and um she was with this young so the young bird had had to measure georgia's how dilated she was and she brung it out and she was like this uh, well, you can't probably see what I'm doing, but it was, it was, she was nearly, she was nearly like six, uh, six or seven centimeters dilated, like within that quick. So they're like, all right, let's go, let's get her into the birthing suite. Yeah. And then, um, we pretty much, uh, got in there and they said, look, is it all right if we break your waters? And George was like, okay, sweet, let's go. So they just nicked, stuck something up there and just nicked the water, whatever, whatever they break. <laughs> And then as soon, and it wasn't even that much water. Like it wasn't even that much water. It broke and it just sort of drizzled out. And then pretty much, pretty much from then on, it was like a chain reaction. Like yeah. within, within 
two or three minutes like it was like intense laboring so george and i just got into the shower um i was just trying to make her feel comfortable with like warm water um like massaging her back because she had like sore really sore back and hips and then um it's pretty i'm pretty much like seeing a movie right now like (laughs) how, how intense it was yeah so then um georgia was just pretty much laboring for maybe an hour and then um yeah, she was, she was, he was getting down there and then it sort of just come to a halt a little bit because Georgia was sort of running out of steam. So he was, he was getting to a certain point, but she wasn't progressing much. Like she was fully dilated. He was pretty much nearly there. And um, yeah, he pretty much stopped. So they had to call in more doctors and they said, look, um, I don't know what it's called, where they put like a little... Yeah, suction the suction cap. Yeah. They had they had to put like a little little suction cap on his head because by this time George has been up since you know eleven o'clock at night and it was nearly three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, well. So it was a long, like everything happened pretty quick at the start, but it dragged on towards the end because she was sort of running out of steam. And um, yeah, they had to put the suction cap on there. Um, on his head because yeah, Georgia pretty much couldn't push. It, she was pushing and then he would suck back up mm. pushing suck back up and then um yeah the doctors just said look we we might have to cut you here so th- that's what it called episiotomy yeah episiotomy she had to be cut and then um yeah they put the suction cap on his head and long story short they pretty much like sucked him out um but as he was coming out she tore as well um and yeah when when he came out i was like just crying because I was more, she was in so much like pain and she was so fucking tired. Like she was falling asleep in between contractions. She was so fucking tired. And I was just like, so happy that it was over for her. I was so happy that he was born, but I was so much like more relieved that it was over for her. Yeah. Like it was a pretty full on, like, not like, like granny saw, a little bit, but I was like down there seeing fucking. <laughs> I like I was down there seeing fucking everything. Like, I saw it all. I saw I saw the cart. I saw uh, well. them like do everything. Um, but yeah, because I was I don't know. I was just interested in seeing what was happening. Like I'm not really grossed out about that stuff. But um, yeah, it was it was a pretty foreign experience. It was yeah. pretty foreign experience. And yeah, when when Remy was on George's chest, I was just broke down in tears because yeah, I was just was not expecting how much Georgia actually fucking went through. Yeah. 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 It was, it was pretty full on. A bit of a shock. Yeah. For you guys as well. Yeah. hundred percent. What about you, Dan? Um, yeah, well, ours is different again. Um, so we, I remember we were asleep. It was a Sunday night. We went to bed. I remember waking up at about two when Ken's water broke. Today. When you said it was a little bit of water, well, Ken's must have had yeah. very hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it was unsleepable. Yeah. Um, anyway, she got up, um, jumped in the shower, and I had a bit of, well, I was planning on going in the office for a bit in the morning just to organise some jobs and that. Because you're quite busy at work. Yeah. Um, and and she, she actually said to me, she goes, No, you're all right. There's no contractions or anything yet. Like, just. You just go back to sleep and go to work and if I need you to come home and when, you know, it starts getting a bit more, I'll, I'll let you know. Well, I went to sleep in the spare room um, I couldn't get back to sleep. And it was about probably, I don't know, 45 minutes, an hour later, I could hear a bit of a noise and I was like, 
Is that Kendall? So I've got up out of the spare room, which is down the other end of our house. I hear the shower going. I go in there and she's sitting on the ground, like groaning. And I was like, holy <laughs> yeah, shit, wow. what's happened here? Like, and she's she, like, she didn't wake up. up. And I was like, yeah. oh, like it happened that quick. So then we. Um, I think you were a life sleeper or you weren't sleeping. No, I wasn't sleeping. <laughs> yeah. oh, would have been Buckley's if I'd gone back to sleep. Um, <laughs> I would have been sent a smoke signal. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then we sort of come out and we wanted to stay at home for as long as we could before we went to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was at 2.30 water breaks. It must have been about 3.34, something like that. We got out and she sat on the little ball for a while and sort of played music and whatnot, just tried to sort of keep her calm. Um, What'd you do? Uh, Did you make me? Yeah, yeah. I got told to make her some Vegemite toast and I must have been <laughs> a bit rattled and I put the toast on and I've just... Yeah, mistakenly, I've made a Vegemite toast. I didn't butter the toast, so it was oh, a dry. Dry Vegemite. I nearly got the Vegemite toast planted and it crossed me melon. Oh, oh, uh, okay, yeah. With what's, the yeah. what's wrong with you? Sorry. Yeah. I couldn't even use the excuse. Like, I'm like, what a, she's under that much pressure and I can't even make Vegemite toast. <laughs> I can't expect her to birth a child and I can't even make Vegemite toast. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So, yeah, by 5.30, I think it was, she was like, no, we've got to go to the hospital. So that's a pretty quick turnaround. We drove to the hospital. I remember walking into the hospital and Ken's in her 90s, Sonny's on. Pillow around. on. Once again, people can't see what we're doing, but had like one of them um, round pillows around the yeah, neck. She's got a long 90 on, pluggers and Sonny's, and we're walking through the Gold Coast Hospital car park and like, we stopped like four times because she was having contractions. Yeah, yeah. And like, she's looking at it. I was like, where are these people? And she's got the Sonny's on the at six sunnies. o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, where's she? <laughs> yeah. Um, sunnies, anyway, we finally got in there. And I think <laughs> I, I think when we got in there, you were five centimetres dilated already. Yeah, something yeah, like that. And we were lucky because Georgia, Ken's decided she wanted Georgia in there as well, which was mm. a godsend for probably both of us, but especially mm. me, like, because mm. there were so many times where I think because Georgia had already been to yeah. it, mm. she, like, I don't know, I suppose girls know girls better than we do. Like, yeah. she just knew what Kendall wanted before Kendall knew she wanted it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Whereas, like, I would have to be way to be, like, similar to you, Ben, I'm like, oh, I just yeah. want to drink. Some water? Like, <laughs> you want this, like, but you don't want to annoy them. Yeah. Whereas, like, Ken's had reached for something and Georgia would already have it there. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. I was just like a glorified cheerleader. Yeah. I'm like sitting there with me yeah. pom poms, go Kendall, go. Yeah. Um, I mean, but yeah, no, we had it. We shower for a bit. Um, but then as it got more intense, jumped in the bath. Um, and yeah, it all happened. It didn't feel like it was that quick, but it was like he was born. So we water broke at 2.30, um, up the hospital at 5.30. He was born at quarter to 10, I think. Mm-hmm. It's quarter to 10, yeah. natural birth, no yeah. tearing. Yeah. We were well. We were in the Hungry Jack's drive-through at two thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> what a recovery! So that was in, so in twelve yeah. hours, waters broke. Oh, yeah. Having a big, wa- big whopper in the afternoon. Like, That's outstanding. Like happened so quick. But similar to you, Paige, like I, I'm have been described as an emotionless robot before. But <laughs> I know when, even when Ken's had Jimmy, like it was more of a relief. Yeah. Like, see, like I've never seen like. Ken's in that much, like, oh, this, like, you just want it over just to them, the, you yeah. just want it done, like, just the noises, yeah, and the noise, like, you can oh, tell, like, just, yeah, yeah. I've never like, heard just, George's, just just hear noise. you just, like, a part, like, you want to go, like, let me birth a child, like, I, like, I'll go through that pain, I, like, I hate seeing her in that, like, yeah, yeah, I was like, like, 
tell like Ken's was so they breastfeed them like yeah. for the first like six months like we don't like you know we can't feed them like yeah. we can't like you know yeah. like they just, just you know, they don't make eye contact with you sort no of thing, emotion. Like, yeah like yeah. whereas now like they're yeah. yeah like I know I know but like yeah. it was like I loved him straight away but yeah I was just like no when I put Archer on the lines chest I mean I, I heard it first I said I was shocked I mean everything was going on yeah it was good I want to put my lines in the chest it was just this her face lit up and it was yeah. just a different thing, you know. And I was like, oh, you know, it was, it was, oh, it's still not, I can remember it now, but um, there is a different, yeah, there. like mm. it's a different feel. Like you still love it, it's not that you don't love them, you just like, you don't have like, like it took me six months before I felt like I'm like, oh, now I'm getting like, he would look at me and notice me, mm. yeah. Whereas I guess, like with the girls, like yeah. they're breastfeeding them, they've carried on, like they've. I don't know. They feel more. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon as the father, as you as as it goes on, you get the benefits later. Yeah, yeah not yeah, not sure. not right now because you don't have them. You're not you're not being breastfed. Yeah, you're yeah. not you're not getting up and you know doing your things with them. But yeah, for, for me it was later. Like I was just going same with me. I didn't really have a connection with Remy at the start. Yeah. Um. I, and yeah, my head was still spinning just because the transition of you know being not a father to being a father yeah. it was it's pretty intense eh? mm. and um for me it was mm. but um yeah when i first held remy um georgia had to be whisked away for a surgery yeah. so from having remy to georgia being back in the room was four hours yeah so georgia held remy for about 20 minutes while the nurses were doing their thing and then she had to get whisked away and then um i had to go back to the uh, the the room that we we're staying in, and me and George's mum were just like, you know, fuck, like Remy's here, um, he's crying obviously because he's hungry, he wants a titty straight away. Yeah, but George's yeah. George's getting George. surgery, yeah. and um, <laughs> funny like George's mum just goes, oh, stick the dummy straight in, like straight into his mouth, and it just goes, hop, like it, it just he just loved it. And honestly, it, we got probably another half an hour, forty five minutes just just to have the dummy in there. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, pretty much as soon as Georgia come back, she's was yeah. You can see the connection straight away mm, as yeah. as Remy was on Georgia, and the nurse come in and was sort of teaching her how to breastfeed and things like that. But yeah, I, I reckon for me as a father, the, the connection came after, yeah. like not not instantly, yeah. not even six or eight weeks. Yeah. It was way longer. Months, I reckon it was yeah six months. As soon as he started noticing my face and like yeah. I was getting like reactions. Yeah, that smile at you or something. Yeah, yeah. smile and then then I go, fuck, like this is this is my connection now. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, and I felt like I felt like bad because I was like, fuck like people go, it's the best thing ever. I like this, like it's you know, you should be feeling this. 
I don't want to see him feel shit yeah. for yeah. fucking ages. So yeah, I don't because know. But, it's just life changes like that. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Here, yeah. It's just life changes, and it's definitely hundred percent. Fucking. I think everyone when, when I tell you it's the best thing ever. Obviously, they got the winner. They don't probably don't remember this. We're probably all the same. I think we're all the same. We don't remember the start, but I would say it's the best thing ever now. Yeah, yeah. But in the moment, you know. Yeah. And so when someone tells you it's the best thing ever, they're coming from when they're two or three. It's the best yeah. thing ever. I don't tell you at the start. It probably wasn't that connected to me either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, we're all still still on the same yeah. boat, but mm. not super connected. But. Which I suppose the bubs like they need mum. Like, they don't oh, need yeah. us. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, yeah. like they feed off mum. Like you know, yeah, like, everything. They're calm, you know, like that. Yeah feeds on everything right? mm. yeah. yeah so we talk about postpartum a lot on this pro uh, on this podcast from a woman's perspective but can we hear what the postpartum period was like for you guys in terms of how was it when your wife is down and out torn mm. up nipples and trying to keep a baby mm. alive yeah. what was it like for you granny yeah it was it was okay, I suppose. It was, uh, but uh, uh, Archer was pretty good at breastfeeding. It's always still is. He's still still yeah, breastfeeding now. Just one hour, just, just a little bit at night. You know, he still has a night. But he's always been a pretty good breastfeeder. I know Lan said, yeah, nipple cream was a big thing for her, obviously, because he was loving it so much. But just always, yeah, supporting Lan, just trying to keep her upbeat, not trying to be too annoying. That's that's probably hard for me to <laughs> just yeah. get out of the way. Yeah, right? Get out of the way. Just yes, yes is always the answer. Yes. Plenty, of, plenty of chocolate around. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and because how was Lund recovering from a C-section? You yeah, obviously had to take a lot more on. Yeah, she. Re- obviously, we, we spent four days in the hospital after he was born, and, and she recovered pretty. She recovered really well. Um, um I don't I don't remember. How, she didn't have basically any any complications. Everything went pretty smoothly with the with the recovery in in terms of um C-section, which was great. And um, it was pretty much. Business as usual, you know, just other than having a, a child around, and he was mm. pretty, he was pretty good sleeper from the early on as well. He you was know, great. wasn't wasn't too bad. Yeah. So he wasn't um, it was good. Postmodern wise, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Luke? Yeah, ours was a little bit different than that, obviously, because Georgia had an episiotomy and she sort of tore, so she she couldn't really walk for two weeks. You know, she sort of had to wear like a an adult nappy and um there was a lot of scarring and healing and everything that we had to do with, uh, deal with, um, like a long time afterwards. Um, Georgia had, had to see physios and had to sort of get things sorted downstairs. And, you know, we didn't really have sex till pretty much Well, we, we tried and we couldn't really have sex until probably eight months after Remy was born, like properly. Yeah. And, um, yeah, even now sometimes she has problems. So, um yeah the the recovery for georgia was nothing we both sort of expected and um yeah it's 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 definitely an eye-opener to realize as you know as georgia's partner like holy shit they go through some shit yeah you know like it's it's pretty pretty intense you know and we've all got like all three of us have different birthing stories and you know experiences as fathers and yeah georgia's just yeah, still nearly probably not 100% after Remy and it's been 14 months later. So, yeah, we're, we're still trying to stay on top of it. George is still, still seeing physios and um, we're still determining how we're going to go with the next one. Yeah. yeah. If she wants natural or C-section. Yeah, C-section, yeah. So, so not, yeah, man, not, not too 
like we we don't have anything set in stone yet. It's up it's up to Georgia. Whatever she wants, I'll one hundred percent back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, her her recovery has been nothing we expected, but yeah, we're staying on top of it. Yeah, cool. And what about you, Dan? How was your postpartum period like? No, well, ours was well. I mean, it's tough the first few weeks, like getting used to um, the child and that. For the most part, it was good, apart from obviously you've already explained in our episode about Jimmy's little episode he had with his um, stomach where he had to get yeah. surgery. That was obviously pretty scary. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It wasn't so much the, the having him to go and have to go in and have surgery was mm. obviously wasn't good, but. The week leading up to it, going, what is wrong with him? Like yeah. people couldn't yeah. work it out. Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. was so much worse. I thought, like he, we had no choice. He had to have surgery. So and what was he doing? He was. Yeah. He, he, could, he, he wouldn't stomach his food, but like that was where, like, I just tried to support Ken's like as much as I could because obviously, yeah, like, yeah. like my, I think in our relationship, my role was just to keep Ken's calm. Like, yeah. like she was obviously like was, I wasn't liking seeing it either, but. She was getting really rattled about it, which is normal. Like, so I figured my role in that, especially, was just to try and be there for her and keep her calm and, like, you know, like, just try and support her. And you know, yeah, it's it's going to be alright. Like, it's fine. We'll get to the bottom of it. Like, yeah. Whereas I, I could see why, like, obviously we just had a newborn and you know, mm. he's not stomaching any food. Like, yeah. starting to lose weight. Like, yeah. um, but yeah, just trying to support her through that and then just um I think as a bloke like just trying to do little things to make it easier because like you said like the girls go through so much yeah. like their bodies just uh, yeah so way more complex than us like we're yeah we like we have nothing even remotely like we get <laughs> we, um, <laughs> we get excited and get an erection that's about as complicated <laughs> as we get that's um, it. Yeah. But whereas girls, like some of the stuff that they go through and their yeah. bodies, like, so I think for any blokes out there, like your partner's going through it, once they've gone through it, like just little things, like, you know, like we had a thing where, like, obviously I couldn't get up and feed him at first. Like, no one, yeah, like he had to be on the tit. So yeah. Ken's was like, well, there's no, like, I remember the first few nights I'd get up with her and sit beside her. Yeah. And she's like, just go to sleep. Like, there's no point you sit, like, yeah. you're no help to me anyway. Like, yeah. I appreciate <laughs> you trying, like, but I think just the initial trying, it just helps. Like if you yeah. don't even try, like you can imagine if you were the girl, you'd be going, I've just birthed this kid and this bloke is just lying beside me, not even wake, like just rolling <laughs> over and going back to sleep. Yeah. It's actually so, a good point to, to, is, to not to be, try. yeah, well, to try. Yeah, like even though you're not, not, not needed, like I'd try to get up and then Ken's be like, don't, like just yeah. like. Because like, I, I need not, you because, later. Yeah, because like, I was, yeah. we had a bit of a thing where like she'd yeah. obviously feed him that during the night, but once it got to four in the morning, once he woke up then, I would actually get up with him yeah. and let her sleep. Yeah, and just and as long as she could, and then we like it, unless he went when then when he woke up again, I'd take him to another room, and I'd um, be with him there and let her sleep as long as she could, or until he needed yeah. to eat, and then I'd have to take her in. But it has to be like shift work. It oh, has to be. You have to like it can't. You're be up just, all night. Dad's up during the day. Like it's it has to be that the early stages are so fucking hard. Unless like, you're bottle feeding, there's no point in both of you being up. Yeah, 100%. But I don't know. I felt like right. anxious as fuck that I, I couldn't help Georgia out. And I'm just yeah. like, I'm just there like a weirdo going, oh, look. Yeah. Same as you. She's like, just go to bed. Like, but you're better off getting up. Like, you've got to make an effort because, like, 
yeah, like if I'll put myself in the girls' shoes, like I'd be off it. Like if I just burnt, <laughs> you know what I mean? I've done, just all burnt, it. I've done everything. I've done everything. And then now I've got to get up and you're just going about your life like nothing. Yeah. Happened, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. just get up and go to work and, yeah. you know, like play with him for a couple of hours in the other and then he goes to sleep and yeah. you go to bed and you, you know what I mean? Like, do it again. So just I think doing little things to try and help makes a big difference. Like even though you might be useless, which to be fair, at the start, I think. <laughs> most of us were like yeah man yeah so we've already sort of touched on this on this but how did you get through those first few weeks of the newborn stage or better yet what was it like transitioning to being a father overnight hmm well it literally was overnight for us because we left in the morning and then the next day we had a kid mm. right um yeah, it's life changing, obviously. Like, it's just, and you don't know what you're doing. And I think I was always like, I've got to work out how to do it. Like, there's no right, like, I don't know. No, I suppose there is a right and a wrong way, but there's no book on like, this is how you parent. Uh, like, yeah. You just, yeah, every baby's going to be different. Like, you can't keep, like, because we'd have friends that had babies as well. Like, you can't even compare them. Like, you start going, well, what, you know, like, yeah. Remy does this, but Jimmy's not doing this. Is there something wrong with him? Like, it's uh, like, yeah, you can't compare them. Like, but yeah, just trying to the first few weeks, it's just trying to get through. And I remember someone telling me in Kendall, like, just get through the first two months, like, it's going to be tough. Like, yeah, and it is, yeah, you just find a way. And it's funny, like, you just find a way to get it done. I think you said it before, like, you know, when you've got a kid, like, you just find a way to do it. Like, yeah, I remember thinking I had not much time before I had Jimmy, like, now. I go, what did I used to do? Like, like, what did we do? What did we do without Yeah, we did. We did. That's what we used to do. Yeah, exactly. We had time. We had time. We did a lot of time. Yeah. What about you, Lee? No, I was the transit. Like, you don't have a you don't have a booklet or anything to tell you how it's going to be after like after you have your first child and. I don't know. Life, life did change massively. Like at the time, I was still playing footy, and um, um, I was juggling work and footy, and trying to be home as much as I could. And that was in the early stages of Remy being born. And um, yeah, I don't know. It was just like I actually struggled to transition from you know not the single life, but no kid and this and that, like. Because, yeah, like we used to do, we used to just go out and there was really no responsibilities, a lot of freedom, a lot of freedom and, I'll, you know, and then all of a sudden it's sort of taken away and, you know, you got your own child to sort of take care of. And, yeah, I just sort of struggled in that part. I just didn't really, I don't know, didn't really enjoy the first couple of months, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was fucking pretty, yeah, my head was spinning a lot. And um, yeah, just didn't really know what to do. So I don't know. The first the first couple of months was pretty hard, but um, you know, like Riffo said, when you're in the moment, you just get it done. Like it's it's just it's a natural. You think yeah, you think back and you go, how the fuck did I do it? But at the time, you just you just get it done, and you realize what works and what doesn't work. Like you know, doing shift work. George is up sort of during the night taking care of him, and uh, during the day I'll. I'll, I'll work, but then I'll come home and Georgia will sleep while I've got him for a couple of hours and things like that. So it took a while for me to sort of adjust to that sort of lifestyle. And um, yeah, it's 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 come it's come good now. So I think I'm prepared for a second one. I'm still yeah. shitting myself, <laughs> but I think it's I think it's going to be um, 
I'm, I'm, I still think it's going to take me by surprise. So yeah. no, no two babies are the same. No. So, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be very interesting. So, yeah. What about you, Granny? Um, to be honest with you, I think out of three of us, I'll, I'll probably, what Griff said at the start, sort of getting yourself involved a bit. I, he was so reliant. Life still is pretty reliant, or especially in the beginning on, on mum. So she, he, she breastfed the whole time. He didn't take the bottle. But early on, probably the first week, and that, yeah, like I said, you wake up a little bit. Not much help. He, he was always next to us in, in, the, in his little bassinet anyway, so he was in the same room as well. But after about the second week, I, I, Marnes was the only one getting up. He, he didn't get up too much. He, he, he probably got up at like 12 for a feed yeah. and then went down. So he was a pretty good sleeper, but early on he had upset moments where they regressed and that. But um, I wish I did get involved a little bit more because it got to a point, you know, when he was probably, I don't know, six, seven months where I couldn't put him to sleep. You know what I mean? Mm. I couldn't do anything. Mm. I couldn't put him down because he'd just go, he'd go off his head. You know, he knows, he'd go, he, knows he'd, he only had one. He had one. But even, 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 even when he wasn't, like, he'd get up at night um, and, you know, when he got progressed to the like, six months, they sort of go in their own cot, their own room. Is it that right? I can't remember. I thought, man, but um, I couldn't even go in there. If I went in there and tried to put him back down, even though he wasn't hungry, yeah. mm. um, I couldn't even just get up another octave. <laughs> and it just make it worse, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I wish I did get to the point where he could. Now, now he's sweet. I can put him down. I can, he, he doesn't even need Lance to go to bed now. I can put him to sleep. Yeah. He knows Lance's not there. It's easy. But yeah. at initial stage, because I didn't get myself too involved, um, I, you know, I didn't try and bottle feed him that, I suppose. We just yeah. thought. We, well, we, 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 we tried. We, we did, but we were, when we were in the hospital, I remember the lady said, look, um, Breastfeeding is the best, so if you can breastfeed as long as you can. And then we just looked down and went, oh, we're not going to try and breastfeed the best. Yeah. I'm going to try and get involved. But obviously, with the sec- if we ever, are we going to have another kid? We'll definitely try and integrate bottle feeding as well. Yeah, so it allows. Bit of both. Bit of both. Bit of Lance as well. That's amazing. Yeah. And it gives them a break too. Like, if yeah. they only breastfed, like, if yeah. you just decide, I don't know, they're three, four months old, yeah. you just decide, oh, we're going to go out for a few drinks and yeah, you yeah. leave them with someone else and they won't take the bottle. Yeah, he used experience that. Like, yeah, he, yeah. He, 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 yeah, which happened. He was impossible. Like, yeah. he, he couldn't. Yeah. 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 Well, we looked after him for 12 hours. Yeah. And in that time, I got him to drink 50 mil. Yeah. And he was like three yeah. months old. Yeah, just wow. Didn't, just didn't take it. Um, yeah. Wow. Wouldn't so, take it. Yeah. And that, yeah, he just, but he loved the titty. Once again, Jacob, like, you went first. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. Initially, yeah. 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 But um, but then Lance can't have beers for six months. Yeah, yeah that, <laughs> that, that, there's all sorts of things. But also, like I said, just just that point where I couldn't put him to bed. Yeah, And you reckon that's because you couldn't get involved in the early stages, or you didn't sort of get as much as didn't, well. didn't get involved yeah. as much as I probably should have, like Griffo said. Yeah, and also the big factor was obviously that he, he just wanted breastfeed, yeah. especially going to bed. But yeah. Well, especially yeah. that yes. six to seven months, they're at that age where they know what's yeah. what's up, what's yeah. what's yeah. the comfort yeah. thing, and the Lance for him yeah, was yeah. his comfort. 100%. Yeah. Um, so another thing that we wanted to have a chat about was, um, I guess, the sacrifice of becoming a dad and being mm. the one who's generally not all the time the sole income earner, 
and how that felt for you guys? Did you feel extra pressure, Luke? Well, yeah, I, I did at the time. Like I was still playing footy, so and I'm a contractor, so I build sort of patios and decks. So if if I got injured at footy, um, I probably couldn't work, and obviously Georgia wasn't working, so. I was stressing out. I had a couple of games to go to f- sort of finish the season, maybe six games. And, um, yeah, I was actually, like, anxious as because if I hurt myself and, you know, we sort of really didn't have that much savings at the time. Yeah. Um, if I hurt myself, you know, boom, like all the, all the pressure sort of on me to sort of perform. But, um, yeah, it was – it was pretty full on, but after I sort of retired from footy and, you know, I could just focus on work and our family, it sort of eased off a lot. That's why I probably really didn't enjoy sort of the first couple of months of being a father, maybe because of that sort of pressure that was sort of on me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just, just the sacrifices that you do, like obviously you give up the drink a little bit more, you sort of don't, you don't go out as much as your friends with them more. It sort of just goes with growing up, I guess. But um, that's sort of the most things I sort of found, you know, hard to do in the early stages. But now it's all sweet. It's all gravy. But yeah, obviously I've got to do it again. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how we go. So, yeah, um, yeah look, it's, it's good. It's a really good experience. It's very – you grow up very quick and you, you just sort of appreciate, you know, just everything. So, no, it's, it's been really good right now. What about you, Granny? Um, yeah, I, I, I can understand when um, uh, Luke's community obviously works. He's a, he's a contractor. So, but I was oh, I a pretty secure job, so I wasn't really worried about that sort of stuff. You know, um, but, yeah, you do certainly make sacrifices in terms of – you don't even realise you're doing it, and it's not so much a sacrifice. It's just you stop doing stuff, you know what yeah. I mean? Stop spending as much money as you you, you could and as you would because yeah. you, you got a kid there to feed, I suppose, as well. And other things take priority. Um, but I wasn't overly stressed about being there, like I said, like number one entrepreneur or, or whatever you say. Um, you just got on with it. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, <laughs> yeah. And obviously, it allows us back working now. And then with the second income, you realise how much, you know, how They're much. Like, how did we yeah, do that? Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about time before with the kid, what you yeah. did before. And we've got all this money, but you find a way to spend it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we, we, we were saving probably just as much money as we were when we were um, yeah. um, on my wage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah. Um, find a way to spend it. Yeah. But yeah. The one wage, the one wage was scary. It was, it, it was, it was scary it, for a little bit. Yeah. But I was, yeah. Yeah, it was good. As soon as that footy season was over, boom. Yeah, stress, I don't know, just when we are, and I'm, I'm, I'm just like, Especially because if you don't yeah, work, you don't yeah, 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 and right. Georgia was no way going back to work. Yeah. Really, no way. Yeah. So, but I would be nervous about that. Yeah, I, I 100%. Now that I think of it, I reckon 100% it was because of that. I yeah. didn't enjoy the first stages of Remy, so. Good stress, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty full on, yeah. What about you, Darren? Um, not really. I didn't really ever feel like the pressure of it or anything like that, I guess the dynamic of your relationship changes because, mo- and like you said, for most people, you both work or whatever, mum gets pregnant, has Bob, and then dad gets working. Yeah. So your whole dynamic changes. So I guess like you do, get, there's more pressure on financially, I suppose, if you naturally, yeah. you've only got one source of income compared yeah. to two. Yeah. Um, and like, like little things like, I can see, like, not that we really come across it, but I can see how people would come across issues where dad's getting the shits because he's going to work and mum's staying home and 
You know what I mean? He comes yeah. up and goes, fuck me, I'm at work all day and you're at home. And then vice, I'm the opposite. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. Going, very hard I'm stuck at home yeah. with this little rat bag and yeah. you're out there just working. Not, not off. very easy. Yeah, like, so I can see how that could cause, not that we really ever come across Great that. Tension, yeah. Because it's like, I think in them scenarios, like, I have shit days, at, everyone does, and shit days at work. Yeah. Like, I remember that, like, this is only a couple of weeks ago, I was about to walk out the door to go to work and I was like, oh, what are you doing there, Ken? She's like, I'm going to the beach with my friends yeah. and taking the babies and going to do this and going to yeah. lunch. And I was like, oh, that's fucking shit. Like, I'm going, yeah. to, bed, so I'm going to work. Yeah. This is shit. Yeah. Why am I doing this? But then on other days, I'll be, you know, everything just goes swimmingly and, you know, yeah. everyone's happy. You have a real good day and you get home and Ken goes, oh, my God, he was a punish yeah, today. Yeah. And squealing and carrying yeah. on. Baby or something. Yeah. 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 Nothing's and you just done. go, oh, thank God, I'm yeah. at work. Like, yeah. Actually, I've got some habits on the Yeah. It definitely evened itself out. The yeah. The good yeah, days sure, and the bad days. Sure. It's just like, you know, you're both, you're both doing your own part. Yeah, that's He's right. going to no. work, earning the bread. Kendall's at home doing her thing with the kid. So it hurts. And no one's job. No one's better than like, because like it even to see up. how that dynamic because it does. Like, it's like I remember a few times going, Man, I wish I could stay in Jimmy and just go to the beach and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I had in my mind, I was going, that'd be good. I'd rather be doing that than going. Yeah. Take those good days. In the office, get people ring up now. Why, yeah, comes not working out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, yeah. I, I don't think I ever felt like pressure, like, oh my god, you were like, I don't know. Mm. Never anything like pressure that way, but I definitely yeah. felt like the dynamic change. I can understand if, if like I said, you, you didn't have the. Oh, we got we all probably have some support systems too outside of just um, friends, family as well. But if you don't have that sort of backup there, and mm. if you were working, and if you didn't have such a secure job, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. How, how, how quickly you yeah. quick yeah. become yeah you versus me. So much pressure would go. Yeah. You would feel. I would feel straight away if I didn't have you know all yeah. those sorts of. Yeah, you can imagine what it would be like. Mm, yeah. Definitely. All right, you, Darren, if Hit you me. could give one. Not literally. <laughs> <laughs> if you could give one piece of advice to a dad that's about to embark on this journey, what would it be? Oh, one piece. Mm. You can give a few, but what would be um, one piece? I would say in pregnancy, definitely learn, and always the biggest, I don't need to learn this, like I'm not giving birth, but definitely learn enough like you don't have to yeah. be a wizard but like yeah. learn about what it should look like what are the options like if you go down a c-section route yeah this is what it's going to sort of look like and just try to have a basic understanding of what can happen because i think in in the moment like if like and we had a very like straightforward birth like at least i knew like if stuff was going on i had an idea of what it was happening like if i had hadn't done like a birthing course or something I would have just been like, yeah, wow. Like a, a doctor would have come to me and gone, oh, can we do this? And I'd just be like, oh, can you do whatever you want, Jimmy? And I'd be yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I remember Kendall going, oh, no, don't let him do that. And I was like, I'm not arguing with the doctor. I don't know what's going on. Like, yeah. But if you've got a rough idea, you can, um, yeah, it, I think it makes it a lot better. And I think post it, just try and do little things. Even if you, even if you're not really needed, it just, like I say, like get up when you don't need to get up and yeah. help your partner. Like they'll probably tell you just to go to bed, but little things like that go a long way. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. Oh, hello. Oh, that's Remy. Remy's that Remy? Remy. Yeah. Uh, little man's awake. Good stint. <laughs> that's a good stint. Yeah. How long was yeah. that? That's only now. Jimmy's still, still faced down. Yeah. 
And you, you, if you could give one piece of advice to a dad about some life on this journey, what would it be? It'd definitely be like more information on uh, like both preg like all three, pregnancy, birth and recovery. So I'm, yeah, I was sort of willing, just information about having a baby, but then I didn't really get information about postpartum, like mm -hmm. how Georgia's going to recover. You know, we didn't know that she was going to tear or things like that. So I reckon just being, get as much information, like as a father as you can, just to sort of help your partner just sort of have the most easiest birth or easiest recovery that she can be, even if she has the best birth or, or the worst. But I reckon just, yeah, just be more informed about how, you know, how everything is. And yeah, I think yeah. that'll be right. And what about you, Granny? It's probably going to be similar similar to what those words are. Yes. Looking back now, I wish I did inform myself a little more. Um, Definitely inform yourself as much as you can, but also it's a natural process. Like we, we've been doing it, we're doing, you know, humans have been doing this for thousands of years. Natural instinct, your first natural yeah. instinct is usually the right one, you know, for, for everything you do. Mm. Um, and if you, you just got to back yourself, you know, I mean, back yourself to do, I don't know, I, I didn't inform myself because I thought, oh, how can it be? That's how I, my, my yeah. thought was, how could it be? Yeah. Yeah. Arrogantly, as much as that sounds, but it, if you can sort of think like that rather than, in, in the future as well. Yeah. It holds you in good style, I reckon, as yeah, well. Yeah, 100%. But inform yourself, it's sort of a bit of both fields, but yeah. also back yourself to make it right. Yeah. You, you don't, don't need the answers for every question. No, you don't. No, yeah, you don't. And sometimes you'll you overcook it, you know. Yeah, you think too much. You yeah. just think a little bit less and it's... But obviously, also, in the back of your mind, informed of what could happen. Yeah. yeah. That's a good little balance. Too much information sometimes can be oh. bad, too, because yeah. you'd be going, well, hang on, it's meant to be going like yeah. this. Why is it not going like this? What's going yeah. on? Yeah. Stress yourself. Definitely but yeah, the, intuition is the main thing with parenting. Probably one other thing I would say is mm. financially is probably something people out there could like, yeah, dads could look at. Like, obviously, yeah. you're going to go down to one way. It's like, yeah, and I think what's maternity like four months or something. Like, yeah. it's not much. Yeah, I tell you what, four months ain't a long time. I can tell you for a like, I wouldn't expect anyone to no, go back right. to work after four months. Four months I don't yeah. care how they birth, like, you know. So, I think that's something people should definitely look at, yeah, you know, before. You know, and work out some form of plan or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that is a good one. Definitely being financial, yeah, for sure. And just like having a bit of a plan yeah. in place and understanding what's going to, like, you know. Mm. Yeah. Like, I couldn't have imagined someone going, like, it, and Ken's had a perfect birth. She was, we went for a walk the next day after birth. Like, physically, yeah. she was fine. But, yeah. like, I couldn't have imagined, like, and Ken having to go back to work four months old and put Jimmy in daycare or something. Yeah, no. Like, that. Like, no way. And like, people do. People yeah, do. Yeah, like, they're, they're, to, yeah. like, at the daycare that we're at, yeah, they get four months old because people just have to go back yeah. to work. Yeah. Well, and, that, and, that, and it's okay if women want to go want back to work. Yeah, 100%. Work. Like, yeah. It, it's the difference between wanting to yeah. If you want yeah. to, then absolutely. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. If you are planning, even if you're planning to start trying, like, Maybe put some plans in place to get some. If you're not that, yeah, if you're not that financial, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then the last question was a question from me. Oh, oh is hello. There, hello. Is there a product that you are surprised by and you loved that your wife maybe didn't, maybe wanted to buy that you didn't want her to? Is, is that a question oh. for you, DG? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a funny, got a funny oh, feeling there's it? a little bit of heat behind You might have to answer that one first. Well, because he would always be what, in the which middle. One? What a fucking minute for. And which he one? uses. Which one? Name them off. I'm trying to remember. Which, which one had not been a good one? Well, what's a good product that you'd recommend? Um, 
What's something that you like? Oh, the, I, I don't know if I did, but the monitor yeah. thing we got is unreal. Like, yeah, yeah that is like it, it's a good <laughs> one. Like, I remember going, oh, why do you need that? Yeah, like it's like it is good. It's crazy. Um, geez, I don't know. I'm trying to think, yeah, probably got me on the hot. That's the Cubo. Yeah, the Cubo one, one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about you, Luke? I don't know. I was just sort of blown away about um, how expensive fucking baby shit is. <laughs> like, like $900 prams, and you know, yeah. or probably That's more. A cheap That's a cheap one. Yeah. I'm going, all it is is just to push a baby around and carry a baggage like here on wheels. Yeah. It's, it's, like, yeah. Yeah. it's like a gour yeah. gourmet shopping tour. Yeah. Like, and it's costing $900. <laughs> I was just blown away about all the prices of like you know baby bunting yeah, and things right. like that like I don't know there wasn't sort of any sort of particular product that I was you know just going, oh why'd you get that but no, then I but appreciate it like it's all expensive it's all yeah. expensive <laughs> are these the right price yeah excuse me I think that there's some points in the wrong yeah. <laughs> No, I don't know. Yeah, I just I was just actually pretty blown away. Like, and I was like looking at Georgie going, "Fuck, like that's so expensive. Don't get that." But then at the end of the day, like that was probably one of the cheaper ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. and it's just out of control, like prices of yeah of things. So which is another thing um, tying into the financial. Exactly. It actually is expensive. It adds up. I think it costs us probably six grand. Yeah. Everything for Jimmy. Yeah. Like yeah. cots. Yeah. Prams. Yeah. Car seats. Like yeah. everything it it definitely adds up and we, table. we got we got gifted a lot of things like yeah, a exactly. lot of clothes and that, that but still we um yeah we yeah just still hello dogs are in it <laughs> we're, we're wrapping up well, yeah yeah so i don't know yeah we, we were gifted a lot of things so no we were pretty sweet really. and green Bikes, yeah, I'm pissing the boys. I can't think of anything that we. I thought that's sh. Why we buy that for? And then it turned out to be good. Yeah. Mine's did like that. Uh, the the breastfeeding little pillow thing, and that doubled down as a little bit of a, a pillow for bubble. You know, sitting yeah, in that yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, he loved yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The breastfeeding pillow. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's. Yeah. 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 Uh, awesome. I asked. I asked Lance that question. Yes, and she did mention said I couldn't live without nipple cream, obviously, but that's a bit, bit of a yeah. brainer. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so what happens with chocolate? Chocolate does it get all like? Cracked and dehydrated or something? Yeah. I know, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, your nipples get all torn up. Do they? Yeah. yeah. So just, yeah, they get yeah, a bit red. Just gonna... oh, My mm. left one was bleeding. Wow. Last week. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, wow. It was just like, I had a bad latch. Yeah. I had a bad latch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have to learn breastfeeding. Just, just yeah. It just doesn't happen. It's weirdly. It happened yeah. for Lance. Lance had a really good breastfeeding journey. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add? Anyone? No. No. Well, how'd we go with the sleeping? How'd we go with the sleep training? Oh, yeah. Do you want to add a little bit about the sleep training in? Yeah, it was for us, we sort of got Remy's sleep train six months in, maybe. Because yeah. at the time, we sort of didn't know anything. We, we you know, blacked out the room, had the white noise, things that you sort of learn off YouTube and, you know, off other people doing it. But... It was driving Georgia and I insane. Like Georgia was just getting up every, you know, four or five times during the night. Yeah, and really yeah, not like and both of us too. Yeah, both of us too. Mm -hmm. And I was doing, you know, eight hours of work every day. And fuck, I was just coming home, just absolutely fucked. And it was <laughs> <laughs> like it. It was full on. But I don't know. Georgia, Georgia threw um, something out on Facebook, and everyone recommended this lady for a sleep doctor, and it was only three hundred dollars. Mm. Like. 
but at the time I was like, you know what, if, if, if it gets Remy to sleep or if we can get him to sleep for 300 bucks, you know, there's other things for $300 that, you know, that just go out the door, but for, <laughs> Where for, does it, go? it goes out the door pretty much, <laughs> but for $300 to get a good night's sleep for the rest of his life, like, cause you don't, you don't know the babies need to learn to sleep. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't, I didn't, as a father, I didn't yeah, even know yeah, that yeah, yeah. they, they, they need to learn, to literally to learn how to do everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, Funny you think as us, like as adults, sleep is just natural. But yeah. even even for me, like I had to learn that our babies have to be learn how to sleep. Yeah. And yeah, this this lady come in and all we had to do was give him a couple couple of comforters and a couple more dummies in the bed, and Remy was asleep just like that. And mm-hmm. ever since then, it was um, he has slept amazing. Amazing. You know, yeah. the odd day here and there. Yeah. But it's it's I reckon you know, six out of seven nights is perfect for yeah. us. And for three hundred dollars, fuck. I would I would pay a thousand dollars. Yeah. For sleep, you know what I mean? So that's just another thing along the way that we had to Basically, struggle with. What, what you're recommending if someone is having issues with sleep, don't muck around. Don't fuck around. Get someone in and you know there's there's different techniques to different situations. So the experts. Yeah, yeah. Not every baby's the same. So they come in, they assess, you know, they do phone consultations that, that uh, you get updates or yeah. you give them updates and they go, okay, try this, try that. And I think you get them for a week. Yeah. And then, um, good value, it? it's, yeah. <laughs> We're seeing all these, rattling off all these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, honestly, to get a good night's sleep and for him to sleep, you know, from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Yeah. is gold. You know, yeah. Yeah, I still hear stories of, you know, two-year-olds and they've never slept all, all through the night. Yeah, so. Well. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's insane. And I think because we went last, but that is one thing we picked up off you guys, and the yeah. bottle thing is one thing we picked up off Jacob. So, yeah, Judy, we had a great We like, we need to get on to sleeping and we need to get it. So, we, he was given, I think, from how old, two months old, maybe a bottle. Yeah. But we put, he'd be fully breastfed, but we give him a bottle, which yeah. means yeah. I could put him down. Yeah. Like yeah. pump. Their pump, and I'd feed him through a bottle, which yeah. he took to pretty good. And we started sleep training at two months. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, no, no. He, was he wasn't two months. He's a bit older. But we, we would just... Put him in his own room routine. at two months? Routine, yeah. yeah. And, like, put him in his own room at two months. And, yeah, whenever we did so, I don't know, what was it? Three months then or something. Yeah. It wasn't that old. Anyway, we were onto it pretty early. Yeah. Um, And it wasn't... Like, he wasn't just... Like, he was always a pretty good sleeper, but... Like them initial bits of like, yeah. because he was so young, like, yeah, he cried a couple of times, but it wasn't like. Did you just get a sleep doctor? No, no, no. We it you sort of just sort of. So we, were, we got to one where we were like, all right, well, let's teach him to settle himself, yeah. put himself to sleep. Yeah. And it was hard, definitely, for Kendall at the start to listen yeah. and cry a bit and whatnot. Yeah. Whereas, like, I could sit there and go, well, he's going to get something out of Like, yeah. for a week of him. Crying, crying yeah. uh, finding it hard. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying we just put him in there and let him cry and then again. We, <laughs> no, like, we, went, we, we put him in there, leave him for yeah. 10 minutes and then yeah. cry. Yeah. But like leaving him, and because before that, we're just nursing to sleep and then trying to put him down to sleep. Yeah, like, yeah. And like, since we don't, it's like it took him about a week. And ever since then, like, Bang. I would say 80% of the nights, 90% of the nights, he'll go six till six. Like, yeah. And you'll hear him wake up at times. Put yourself back. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Sleep training for people listening on the podcast is a super, super controversial topic. And I just wanted to put it out there now that it was a week of hard work and 
leaving him to cry a little bit for a few minutes and supporting him. But now, if he has a bad night, I don't just leave my kid there to cry. <laughs> yeah, People yeah. think that sleep training and close the door, don't, like, listen to them. Now he knows how to get to sleep. Right? Yeah. He knows how to get to sleep. Yeah. So now when he wakes up during the night, we know it's for a reason. He's yeah. hungry. He's yeah. tired. He needs a cuddle or whatever it is. So you, you respond to your, your baby after that. But the initial parts of sleep training is hard, yes, but, you know, Month, two months, well, three months. Well, you do not just leave your kid. Yeah. No, even no, still no. now, like he knows what to get sleep, and he'll be tired as. And you put him in there, and he'll half cry for like four minutes or something, like yeah. protest. But you can tell it's just like he's it's like, just like going to sleep. Yeah. I don't want to go to sleep. Yeah. And then he's like, you know what? I'll just go to sleep. And yeah. just goes yeah. to sleep. Like you know what I mean? Like that's yeah, just well, the, it's, the, it's the one day out of the week where Georgia gets up during the night, and you know yeah. he wants a cuddle, or you know his comforters have jumped out of the bed. It's nothing major. It's just something so small, and yeah. you know, it's just boom, back. back you to think sleep. even yourself, like you don't sleep perfect every night. Like, some nights nah, I lie there and go, yeah. just go to sleep. Like, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> nah, they're not going to have a good night every night. So, so get a sleep consultant. Absolutely. <laughs> if you have any get help if you need it. Get help. Get help if you need it. Help. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you so much, guys, for coming on the show. Thank you. Well done. Thank you, Ken. Good on you, buddy. What an episode to end season one of the Maiden to Mother journey. Dads, thank you so much for coming on and talking about birth and postpartum and fatherhood from your perspective. And fathers-to-be, I hope this episode has served you. And as someone who has given birth, I'd love to pass on some advice for you dads from a mother's perspective. Birth can certainly feel very much out of your control as you heard the guy saying it can be really hard watching your partner go go through birth really do things that everything possible that you can to get yourself prepared for it make sure that you're educated during the birth limit decision making for mama and that's not things like medical decisions where she should be involved with these are little things like if she's thirsty or not do things like offer water to her and she'll take it if she wants it if she's looking hot go and get a cold washer and put it on her if she's looking cold go get a blanket and put it on her she might tell you to get lost and that's okay but if you can limit the decision making for her that is going to tremendously help the birth and just support her use your initiative see what she needs and do everything you can to meet those needs also postpartum period much like the guys talked about mama's gonna have a huge hormonal crash you'll probably never see your partner go through such an emotional change that that sort of first week after birth um it's a really hard time she's going to be emotional and probably all over the place do everything you can to help her and that's things like getting the washing done make sure the house is clean change the bed sheets every few days because she's going to be either feeding at night breastfeeding or bottle feeding whatever it is um do everything you can to pick things up at the house because i mean you know what it's like to have a messy house versus a clean house so having a nice clean and safe environment is gonna make things amazing for mum, and she doesn't have to worry about that she can focus solely on bub and of course i'm just going to take this opportunity to thank all my listeners so much for your support during season one 
What started out as just a passion piece for the stay-at-home mum has turned into something much, much bigger. And thanks to a few TikToks that do very well, we've got listeners from South Africa, Canada, UK, America. And yeah, we I can't believe the reach that this podcast has already got. So thank you so much for your support. And I'm so excited to bring you season two. I've already got the first like 10 or 12 girls on the lineup. And let me tell you, it's going to be good. Definitely looking into birth, uh, diving into different cultures and the way of birthing in different cultures and histories um and yeah definitely looking at other countries and stuff like that and seeing how women are birthing around the world so looking at making season two bigger and better and as you've seen from the instagram mate the made into mother journey will be launching some products next year so something i've been working on really really hard all year to make sure that everything was perfect i've got it all locked in and i'm ready to launch that for you next year so mean the absolute world to me if you could support me um not even if it's purchasing something but just by listening to the podcast or or sending it to a friend sharing it and liking or giving me a five-star review it just helps the word get out there and helps support me and my little family so thank you so much guys for season one and i'm excited to see you all next year remember mama You're everything that your baby needs and you're doing an amazing job.